Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RFP podcast, episode number 129, Relentless for Progress. I'm your host, Mikey Baldini, and great to have you all here with me today. I apologize in, for, in advance. I have some type of cold, sinus, allergy, sickness. I don't know what it is, but uh, for those Friends fans out there, don't worry. I'm not going to be singing Smelly Cat anytime in the new, near future, but... Uh, so just bear with me. I might have some coughing and pausing, so just uh, uh, forgive me on that. Um, wanted to uh, reach out and connect and kind of just tell a little story that uh, I'm a I'm a, not only a proud father of my youngest daughter because of her soccer season, but I'm a proud father of my daughter's soccer team uh, and just the whole experience. I'm really grateful for the experience that we had over the course of the last 10 months with soccer and, and Elena. Uh, she played soccer on the East when we were in Pennsylvania, along with diving and along with gymnastics. But she, when we moved, she wanted to focus specifically on soccer. And soccer out here is kind of uh, really crazy, to be exa- to be honest with you, because it's 10 months. I mean, it's it's not even 10 months. It's all year long, but the competitive season is 10 months. So we we started games in September and just finished in May. So it was like eight to nine to 10 months of actual games. And she had tryouts for the new team two weeks ago. Yes. Before the last tournament of the year. And she's rolling right back into the next season. So there's not really much of a break. Uh, and practices are, are ongoing, but you, I, I did put something out a while back. I don't know if it was a podcast. I don't know if it was a, uh, a blog entry that when Elena Elena wasn't able to be out here for tryouts last year, it was in May. So we 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 didn't we weren't required to come out and fly out for May to have her try out. So when she, we moved and it was literally the day after Elena arrived in Arizona, she tried out for this team, and the coaches were really cool. They said, "Come down, let us kind of take a look at her, see what skill she has, and we'll we'll place her." Uh, but she had, to be honest with you, a really bad day. I mean, it was. She was in town less than 24 hours. It was 100 degrees at 7 o'clock at night. And she just wasn't there. She didn't want to do it. But she did show up. She went through it and she did her best. And it was tough. So they asked her to come back again. And they did. And she did. And it went better. But these kind of practices and this process continued throughout the first several weeks, if not months, of the soccer season. So, you know, she was... She was, you know, the one of the best players on the team back east, but she was moving from 7-on-7 seven seven <coughs> to 11-on-11. 11 11. So, uh, is that right? Yeah, I think it's 11-on-11. 11 11. Now, I've got to count them. But in any event, she was going to a bigger field, more people on the field, and a different state, higher level. Uh, so... Uh, it was a big adjustment and there was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of pressure she was putting on herself. One, to focus on not, hey, I don't have these skills. These girls are all better than me. And am I going to be liked? Am I going to be accepted? Am I going to fit in? So there was that whole process going through the season, which was tough. And it was tough for the other girls because the other girls were kind of mixed. And there was only like a, a two or three or four girls maybe that had played together for a few years so it was a, a comp- compilation of new teammates 
all trying to get to know each other, all trying to develop their skills, all trying to figure out where their place was on the team. And I think it put the coaches in a different or difficult position because throughout, and I think it was September, probably through January, February, the coach was still trying to place people in what he believed was the best position for that person, for that individual to grow the most. And overall, I believe he did a great job because I could speak for my daughter that she has grown tremendously. She has gotten to be a tremendously better soccer player over the course of the last 10 months. I think that has a lot to do with the level of effort she put in and the belief and work from her side. I believe the it was the level of effort that the coach put in and the, uh, the attention he gave her to help her improve on the areas where she was deficient and she needed to improve, plus heighten the areas that she was really good at. And I also think it was a testament to the kids because these other girls accepted her and brought her in and made her part of this team. And they created such a wonderful experience for our daughter and and a wonderful experience for us. These kids and these parents accepted us. We were outsiders and we became a part of their, a part of their tribe, if you will. And you know, I'll be honest with you. I was skeptical throughout the years because I didn't know these people. I didn't know how things were going to go and what they were going to be like. And are they, you know, crazy soccer parents you see in the newspapers and read about and hear the horror stories of? They're not. They're, they're parents. They're exceptionally average, just like us. Average Joes that want the best for their kids and want their kids to grow and be better and experience wonderful, wonderful moments. And yes, that was a lead-in because throughout the first several months, like I said, when they're trying to figure out where their place was on on the team and where the best players were going to be able to grow the most, or the players were going to be able to grow the most, there was a lot of games where they were very, very close, but these girls weren't on the winning side of it. And this team was not about winning. Winning's always nice. Winning feels great. It feels wonderful, right? But you're not going to win them all. And these girls lost a lot throughout the first six, seven months, six months of the season, going through tournaments, going through leagues. And they were disappointed at times, but you could see something special happening and the connection that they were making with one another. Uh, Just talking to my daughter and, and... you know, the fun they were having and, you know, the opportunities they got to play together or be together, I should say, outside of the soccer field. You could see uh, a real connection happening between the girls. And it was really cool to see. And then things started to happen. You know, right around February time frame, they started winning some games. They started competing at a better level. They started showing up and really, really, really executing and working and just looking like a better team. Uh, Notice I keep saying team because it is. It was just a whole team growth environment and I really enjoyed seeing it. Uh, And yes, there is a happy ending. Uh, two, Two or three weeks ago, they were in a tournament and the first three games of that tournament, they played lights out. I mean, it was amazing to see. They just played really, really well together as a team. Very fluid execution, performance. Everything was great. (coughs) Excuse me. And then they ended up losing 
in the championship game, which I you could see there were there was some disappointment, you know, and I think you know you, you go through a season that they had right and and tasting defeat as much as they had, making it to a championship game in a tournament and then losing it it seems like they were completely deflated uh Elena was actually she had a great attitude she said, Dad, you know. Uh, it's just a game. It doesn't define who, who we are as a team or me as an individual. And the fact that we got second, that's pretty good. Yeah, first would be better, but second's pretty good based upon where we traveled from at the beginning of the year. So fast forward to this past weekend in Flagstaff. Uh, they go out, and I don't know if they were still a little defeated from prior couple of weeks, but they play this team from Las Vegas, and they lose 5 nothing. And they are defeated. They're upset. You know, it was tough. It was this team was good. This team was really, really good. And the our team, our girls, just didn't seem there. They played well. The first half they played well, but the second half it just came apart. Uh, and interesting. Saturday was a gorgeous day. Sixty-five, seventy degrees. Beautiful sunshine and. Uh, they played that game in the early afternoon and then played another game in the later afternoon and they won that game. They won that game close, 3-2. to two. Uh, But they played really well, really together as a team. And it seemed like they really enjoyed each other, being around each other. So fast forward again into Sunday. Rain, snow, cold. Girls were, girl, these, these desert girls going up to the mountains and playing in elevation. So they were at altitude. They were up about 5,000 feet than what they're used to. So there was an adjustment to that. You know, a lot of them stayed up late because the parents were up late. We're having a good time. Uh, and they came out at 930 in the morning. And they played. And they had to win that game to make it to the championship. And they won that game. And they made it to the championship. And they played awesome in that game, in that semifinal to the championship. And they get to the championship, and who do they play? That team they lost 5 nothing just 20, 30 hours earlier. And that team came out and scored a goal within the first 30 seconds. So our girls, they didn't, they didn't slouch. You know, I think there was a little bit of, uh shit. But they didn't slouch. They didn't let down. They came back and scored two quick goals. And then the other team scored another goal. And they go into they go into uh, a shootout, and it was just amazing to watch. You know, it was they the other team scored three goal uh, one goal, and I think our girls scored three or four. But it was just so awesome to watch their joy, and I, I might get emotional because I got emotional on that field. That just once. Their last girl shot and missed, and they knew they won. It was hugs, it was kisses, it was parents high five, and it was, it was just such a, a, awesome moment to be a part of to see these girls from where they were ten months ago. Cap off the last, the last tournament of the season, the last game of the season with an experience like that. I don't think these girls are gonna forget that experience for quite some time. You know, that's the type of experience that stays with you for a very, very long time. It changes you as a human being. 
if you take that moment and compare it and look at it to where you were 10 months earlier. My hope is that these girls do that because this is a tremendous lesson, a tremendous lesson learned and a beautiful, beautiful experience as a parent to see and and go through. And I don't know where this is going to go to down the road. I do know that Elena is one hell of a soccer player, much, much better from where she was 10 months ago to where she is now. She has built some really close friendships with these kids, us as parents too, and we really enjoyed our experience and the moments we shared over the course of the last 10 months. So I wanted to share that with you guys because you know, sports kind of connects us all in, in one way, shape, or form, some good, some bad. But to see these girls grow and learn and, and just be really great kids, it was wonderful to see. So I wanted to share that with you this week. Uh, I apologize for the nasally deep, <coughs> excuse me, coughing nonsense. So hopefully for you, give me for that. But uh, we'll be talking to you soon. We love you guys and we'll talk later in this week. Take care.